Welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Pelletier. And I'm Ben Shea. Today's show is full of music, much of it in collaboration with other arts. We have music and comics, music and dance, a musical adaptation of a famously camp movie, and music by itself, in the form of the hugely popular classical guitarist Milos, who will be in our studio later. The combination of music and comics is in the form of a comics concert initiated by the Anjoulem International Comics Festival and recently presented by the Hong Kong Arts Centre as part of Le French May. Music, dance, and theater all come together in the city contemporary dance company's dance theater piece, Hedwig from the Wild Duck. But before all that, the musical stage adaptation of John Waters' movie, Hairspray. It opens its run at the Hong Kong Cultural Center on Thursday and runs until Sunday. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. A crazy bunch of kids crash through that door, yeah. Every afternoon you turn your TV on. Come on! Yeah. Hairspray hasn't been done here before, and it's been very popular. Both films were very popular, and the stage musical has been very popular as well. One of the other reasons to to bring it is that Hairspray is about um, celebrating difference, really, whether it's body shape or skin colour or race or gender. Um, And so uh, because we live in such a fantastically diverse um, place like Hong Kong, um, it seemed like a great musical to choose. Uh, my character is Ling Larkin. It's a called Connie Collins Show TV show. It's a kind of like a like a like musical. musical. Tracy Turnblad,我在這個show裡面是一個肥妹,跟著之後其實就很想上這個Corny Collins movie, Hairspray, set in 1960s America, was released in 1988 and made into a Broadway musical in 2002. Its main character, Tracy Tomblad, is an overweight teenage girl who wins the chance to take part in a TV dance show with the help of an Afro-American friend. Ultimately, as a teenage celebrity, she uses her influence to espouse a message of racial integration. The production team has stuck to the original storyline and has done a little gender bending with one character. Filipino Joms Ortega now plays Baltimore Maybell, a role previously played by women. My character is very special because, you know, she's the big epitome of a big, blonde and beautiful black woman back then. But in the 60s, they were not really, they were not really accepted as a uh, race. Actually, my role is originally played by women everywhere, but 
you know, it's a twist for this version of Hairspray. It's a twist. It's another twist, a fresh take on my character, just being big, being beautiful from the inside has always been overlooked. You can't stop my happiness and you just can't stop my is usually played by a man uh, in the film John Travolta plays <laughs> Edna so um, yeah it's different so it's a first for me to play a woman but it's been it's fun I'm enjoying it it's good it's my first musical with adults so that's really exciting because usually I'm sort of in school productions and you know, that's all right, but it's really interesting. I came from like a choir background, so I was sort of like, ooh, requiems and things. And I got here, I was like, wow, this is different. Let's give it a shot. So I, I don't know, it's, it's very different, but I, that's, it's an interesting experience and I'm really enjoying it. I'll be playing the character CVJ Stubbs, who is this sexy and very, very, sexual, sensual, chocolate lover kind of character. Sort of like the total opposite of Penny, and so yet they, they find each other very interesting. And so that's how the attraction comes about. From a musical adaptation of a movie, we turn to a musical collaboration with comic book artists. On the 7th and 8th of June, two Hong Kong comic artists, Siu Hak and Little Thunder, worked together with French comic artists Charles Barberia and Mathilde Domecq and the music team of Concert de Dessin to bring together live drawing and music. We have been starting the comic concerts in, 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 in the Angoulême Festival in, uh, in 2005. It was a way of uh, looking for something different, which would be uh, turning comic consuming into a live show, which is completely different as an experience from the reading. Everything is live. The, the key word is live. Uh, the fact that uh, what's happening in, on stage of course, with the music is life, but also with the drawing. I mean, it's always a, a kind of magic moment when you see under the, 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 the hand of the artist something appearing from apparently nowhere. Comic is a ninth art form in France, and that's why we want to introduce uh, comics as an art form to Hong Kong. In 2011, we bring the Hong Kong comic artists, uh, their exhibitions to Angoulême, and at the, in the same time, I, I, I really want to do something about its core cultural things. It's not just bring Hong Kong comics to Angoulême, but I want to have a cultural exchange and collaboration between the Hong Kong artists and also with the French artists. <笑>其實我成日畫一些很不同的東西每一次畫都不同的所以即是我覺得畫任何不同的東西都有它有趣的地方首先是我們畫了一個故事作了一些歌可能去到rehearsal那陣就再會聽回它的音樂再加多一些
and uh, actually when starts the drawings, the drawing is uh, projected on the white screen. And just before this drawing is finished, on the other table uh, starts the second one. 互相配合嘅其實，即係有時因為譬如我哋畫嘅時候，我哋預咗兩分鐘，但係有時我哋會畫長咗或者畫短咗個時間，爭個即係有有少少誤差噶嘛。咁音樂會走翻我哋咯，即係即場嘅時候。The thing is that the story is uh, partly also uh, being uh, proposed to the musicians who are, who are going to write a score to accompany the story. So we can't go uh, sideways during the show. We have to respect a, a score, either a musical score for the musicians or a graphical score for us. Bien, c'est que en fait les thèmes. Musicaux existent déjà, mais on, on joue depuis tellement longtemps ensemble que je n'ai plus grand-chose à faire. J'écris et puis je leur donne la musique et c'est une chose qui se fait librement. We have uh, the songs that Aristide writes for the for the show. The songs exist, but we turn around. Yeah. In relation with uh, the with a drawer. The, draw. yeah. the songs can be longer, shorter. It depends uh, what they do on uh, when they draw. Because what they do give influence to to us, and what we do give influence to them. Ibsen's The Wild Duck is a story of hypocrisy and tragedy in a 19th-century Norwegian family, and a series of revelations that result in the death of the most sensitive and vulnerable family member, the daughter Hedvig. On Friday and Saturday, the City Contemporary Dance Company is presenting a dance theater interpretation of the play Hedvig from The Wild Duck, choreographed by visiting Norwegian choreographer Ina Kristel Johannesson. It's the first time I actually do a, a, a playwright. Um, I think my style and the, the creations I'm doing, or, or, or the body language that I'm looking for with the dancers, is um, uh, it has some kind of narrativity. I call it narrativity or like a theatricality. 
Henrik Ibsen's The Wild Duck is a play about the confrontation of lies and truth in a family that leaves all its characters exposed or wounded. But the central character, the choreographer Ina Christel Johannesson, is the daughter of the family, Hedvig. She is the innocent, but she's actually the one that understands. She can see the situation. The, the more the grown-up they are, uh, they are making this illusion, they're making lies for themselves to survive. And then uh, she makes a big decision in the ending then, uh, to, instead of sacrificing the, the wild duck, the, 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 the thing that she loves mostly, she, um, she chooses herself or for them to understand uh, her love or that she can't, um, she can't, uh, she's not able to stay there anymore. The Norwegian choreographer is known for the high energy physicality of her choreography. Working with the City Contemporary Dance Company on Hedvig from the Wild Duck, Johannesson maintains her style, but also adds another layer of narration. We have some text lines in a way that is one narrator. So one narrator was like in the front stage talking to the audience, like telling the story, what is happening behind her, um, to do, to give some also the line, the text lines, or emphasizing on some scenes. Where the dance and the movement can give some aspects that uh, the world can't do, because you have this, all the double situation, and you use the nature or the wild duck as a symbol. The wild duck is a symbol for the nature or for the wild or for the fantasy, for something uh, that keep this wounded animal and at, the, at the attic, at the roof. And they think it's nice for it to be because they protect it, they love it, but at the same time they, it's a prisoner in an artificial... So you're having these this illusions and um, uh, all this double meaning. I think that, that can be with the body language. Johannesson has created more than 50 dance pieces since she began choreographing in 1988. In 2006, she founded her own dance company, Zero Visibility Corp. The name of the company is look for the things you don't see at the first. Try to take some curtains away to, to really get the point. So it's not necessarily what you immediately see, but there is. You have to keep on looking for something. That's kind of the zero visibility, the things you, yeah, or the haze that you get into it. And that is moving and moving the movement to move. So movement that can move the dancers and also the movement from the dancers should move. I think the nice the, the, to use the same word, the, to use movement to move, to be moved. You may not move, but really like your heart is being moved. And to end the show this week, as we promised, Montenegrin guitarist Milos Karadaglic. His first album topped the classical charts around the world and sold over 100,000 copies in less than six months. His second album, Latino, was released in June 2012, and Milos has already proven very popular among Hong Kong music lovers. Later this week, he's in concert with the Hong Kong Philharmonic Orchestra, but today he is here with us. Milos, welcome to Hong Kong. Thank you very much. Uh, you're here in Hong Kong to perform with the Hong Kong Philharmonic Orchestra. What can you tell me about that concert? 
Very exciting concert. It's my return to Hong Kong. Last year I did a big recital in the City Hall. And now it's time for some Rodrigo Concerto de Aranjuez, the world's most romantic and wonderful piece of music. And uh, we are performing it on Friday and Saturday this week. Um, and um, it's very exciting to be back. Spanish uh, music seems to lend itself, the this character of Spanish music seems to lend itself to the instrument of the guitar mm. and, and also the music of Latin America. Well, they are very linked. They are both really organic to the instrument. The instrument is a Spanish instrument, but then, of course, with the colonials, it traveled to South America, but then it developed in its own way. Um, but in terms of the repertoire, those two areas are the two areas which are most natural to the guitar. So that's why I dedicated my both albums to those two different areas. I was going to ask you about that. The, the, uh, the, the new album is really focusing on music from Latin America. Um, and even within that genre, there's quite a different range of traditions, isn't there? If I had five CDs availability, available for the duration of the music in order to represent the variety of Latin music, it wouldn't be enough. So um, I think this is about as long as one CD can be. Um, and it's because I just allowed my senses to take me to the repertoire, which is, yes, the most core and the most natural to me as a classical guitarist. But there are so many different elements, pieces which are inspired by samba, by tango, piazzola, famous songs like those Bessame, Mucha and Mashkenada, and all of those things which you would think is ridiculous to play on the guitar. But what I wanted to do with Latino and Latino Gold is I wanted to showcase the guitar as an instrument which so most comfortably sits between those worlds of classical and mainstream. And without any uh, compromise, it is able to do both. Hopefully you can play a bit for us here in the studio. Yes. What would you like to play here? I will perform uh, the actual track from Latino Gold. Um, which is called Besame Mucho, and you will recognize the song, but the arrangement is very jazzy and very cool and actually quite, quite a challenging arrangement for this classical guitar. Let's hear it. 